Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS. For nearly seven decades, Champaign-Urbana's daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join it on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or email us at talk at wdws.com. Now... Filling in for Brian Barnhart this morning is your host, Scott Beatty. Hey, happy Tuesday. And greetings to you. Hope you're doing well. The sun is out, at least, even though we have cool, cold temperatures here on this Tuesday. I'm with you here till 10 o'clock. Then it's Paul Rudy's On The Money. So as Brian likes to say, it's a one-hour sprint. And this morning, it's an open line for any topic of interest to you. And joining us for the hour is our good friend Tom Kasich as well to discuss any and all matters. From the News Gazette's uh, editorial pages and columns and whatnot. So Tom's with us, and we have an hour to discuss whatever's on your mind in the great history of this program. That's what we like to do. Sometimes I, I like to say, Tom, it's audio letters to the editor. Yes, yes. <laughs> we, a lot quicker, I'll say. A quicker turnaround. <laughs> that, that's true. I don't even know how long it takes to... Uh, uh, to turn in when you turn in a letter to the editor, how long it can take to get it turned around if there's intent to print it? There, uh, it it varies. Sometimes it's a day, and sometimes it's. I I got an email from a friend the other day who said that he submitted his letter to the editor a month ago, and it was finally in the paper Sunday. So I mean, yeah, I suppose it depends on the timeliness of the topic, yeah. right? Of the urgency yeah. of of the of it all. Anyway, as always, you can join us. The numbers two one seven three five six nine three nine seven. Castle Heating and Cooling text line is two one seven three five one five three five seven. Some of the things uh, in the conversation today, of course, the topic that. Uh, a lot of folks have noted is Elon Musk has bought Twitter, and what will he do with it, or what will he not do with it, is a big conversation. The roar, the war in Ukraine continues. Uh, a foreign foreign diplomat from Russia says, "Don't underestimate the possibility of nuclear war." So you know, happy Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you need to just start the day. The the threat of nuclear war from the foreign minister says should not be underestimated uh hopefully that is just talk obviously um we haven't had a uh, nuclear weapon go off since 1945 right so let's keep it that way and uh here locally the city of champagne considering spending 5.1 million dollars to help out the homelessness issue the gun conversation continues 
And today, Representative uh, Rodney Davis and Representative Mary Miller kind of debate each other a bit in the pages of the News Gazette. And I know, Tom, you've been watching how that uh, primary race is unfolding. So that to talk about yesterday, we had a lot of conversation about the stickers at the gas pump that, at, as of this moment, will be mandated to be present on July 1st that will say the increase in fuel tax has been suspended, um, courtesy of the, the state of Illinois. And some are saying that is just a political electioneering on behalf of, well, Democrats who, who by and large, passed the budget. Yeah. Um, Not that Republicans didn't. Some Republicans also voted for it. Right. Um, And that that is uh, a free speech violation when you mandate that business owners have to put that stuff up and... uh, it's, it's, it's Does anybody point out that this happened in the year 2000? It was just 22 years ago that the Republican governor and the bipartisan legislature passed the same kind of a tax free gas tax freeze with the provision that it be included in a in a sign on the gas pumps. And I don't remember there being any lawsuits about it then. Uh, I. I I, I did note that yesterday yeah. because I'd read that in the articles. It wasn't the first time this had been done. Yeah. It strikes me as odd from both sides. Um, For sure. <laughs> it just strikes yeah. me as, it, it, as you pointed out, back in 2000, which was an election year. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Let's see. We do every, what do we do? Gubernatorial every six? Four. But every it's, four. It's, oh, yeah, it's the opposite of the presidential. That's right. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, next two years later but yeah. yeah but it was an election year just not a gubernatorial election year yeah but, so yeah. go go figure so yeah. those are some of the things we're uh, kicking around the cardinals last night in sports blew it in the ninth inning on some fielding errors uh dan hartlib illinois baseball head coach approaching his 500th career win at illinois that featured in the news gazette sports pages so some of the things that are going on. Phone number 217-356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 217-351-5357. We're back to kick it off right after this. Penny, for your thoughts this morning. Thanks for being with us here at News Talk 1493.9 FM. Scott Beatty in for Brian Barnhart. He's back tomorrow from his vacation and will be with you for the rest of the week. I know there's an open line scheduled tomorrow as well and some other guests sprinkled in. Brian will fill out the calendar for you when he gets back. Right now, we have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to go see Earth, Wind, and Fire at the State Farm Center. They're performing Friday, May 6th. Right now, all you have to do is go to WDWS.com, click on the contest page to enter today's Earth, Wind, and Fire key song title. Today's song title keyword for your chance to win. Today's song title keyword, and today only, it's Shining Star. Be a different one tomorrow, but today's Shining Star at WDWS.com. Seats still available for Earth, Wind, and Fire. You can get tickets at StateFarmCenter.com. You a fan? We're going. Yeah? Yeah. Body. Uh, uh, I, I <laughs> yes, think I those read. Those are actually the lyrics. Yes, Body. I think I read <laughs> that, in, that um, there was sort of a filler when they, at first when they made the song, and then it just stuck. 
Yeah. It was something that got, you know, where you're saying, well, we're going to, it's almost as if someone's saying, yeah, just say something and right. we'll come up with the lyrics later. Later, yeah. Kind of worked. It, yeah. I always think of my mother-in-law. It's her favorite song and her birthday's in September. So September's not the keyword today. It's a shining star, but yeah. Shining star. Oh, you do see. Yeah, you're a superstar. <laughs> All right, phone numbers is 217-356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling, text line 217-351-5357. To the phones we go. We have Richard with us. Good morning, Richard. Good morning. What's on uh, your mind? I'd just, I'd just like to let your uh, listeners know that... Uh, day after tomorrow the 28th of april at 5 p.m they will be dedicating new names on the champaign county workers memorial at dodds park in champaign uh and this is the thing we'll be getting the, the message out to let the people know and you know this is all about uh, people that's died on the job Yes, well, we had a gentleman that called in yesterday about it uh, to let us know as well, and I'm glad you have too. And this is for Workers' okay, Memorial Day. Yeah, this is for Workers' Memorial Day. Yeah, uh, Workers' Memorial Day is always on the 28th of April every year, and that's when they dedicate the new names out at uh, Dodds Park. Uh, well, one of the individuals that's going to be added to it was the police officer that was killed in Champaign this last year. Yeah, Chris Oberheim. So, and the anniversary of his death is coming up next month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also heard Ross Booker, too. Will His name will be on. Yeah. Well, also, my dad is going to be added to it. Arthur Revelle, uh, uh yeah, he died in 1974, and they didn't seem to think that he should be on there. He died on the job, but mm-hmm. it took 20 years for me to get him to add his name to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How old were you when he passed? Uh, 30 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry for that, even, even with a bit of distance between that and now. Uh, it's, it's still important to remember him. Yeah, yeah, he was a bus driver for a line I swallow bus lines, and he had the route from Peoria uh, to Champaign every day. And just right before he was ready to return to Champaign, he dropped dead with a heart attack. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Must have been devastating. Lucky he wasn't driving the bus at that time. That's what we've always said. Yeah, for sure. All right, Richard, well, thank you for the reminder. It's 5 p.m. Thursday. Uh, out at Dodds Park, it's, that's near the Olympic. Uh, right, yeah, it's right. Monument. It's, as you come in, it's on the right. The okay. Workers Memorial is. All right. Thanks a lot for uh, letting me get that out there. No problem. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right. Two one seven three five six nine three nine seven. I had heard about Workers Memorial Day, and then I. Frankly, I forgot about it, so I'm glad it's been, I've been reminded about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. People who die on the job, um, it's kind of what it's meant for, and especially with the pandemic. Uh, and I was reading a, a blurb about it on OSHA's website. There's a lot of people who are frontline workers or just essential workers through the pandemic, especially in the early part of it when it was very dangerous and we didn't have any uh, way to fight it very much. You know, 
people had to still go to work. Yeah, I wonder if there's any uh, local doctors or nurses who would qualify for that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm sure there are. For sure. Yeah. For sure. All right, Tom Kasich is with us. Uh, and if you've got anything on your mind, you can join our conversation as well. Uh, we've been hearing the ads uh, here on our station and other places. People are seeing them or, or reading them. The primary for the congressional district is heating up. Rodney Davis and Mary Miller kind of <laughs> going toe-to-toe. It is as usual for a primary for any party. Uh, you're trying to differentiate yourself with this with a different shade of the same color it seems right <laughs> yeah that's what's going on here um you know they're both trying to out conservative themselves uh and uh, I, I thought it would the finances would be a lot closer than they are since mary miller got uh, now i don't know the finances before you tell me can i guess yeah. i want to guess that rodney davis is ahead in fundraising but that's Abs- only my guess absolutely yes he is ahead about four to one. Wow. Uh, as of March 31st, he had almost two million on hand, and she only had 511 million or 511,000. So, yeah, it's uh, four to one. Is it, 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 I suppose it depends on who you have in your corner, of course. Is it a popularity? Is it an indicative of the popularity of one candidate over another or just who they have in their corners? It, well, it, it, it can't be who they have in their corners because she has Donald Trump in her corner and he doesn't. And he, he is still out, out raising her. And she's got she even has a fundraiser. Trump is hosting a fundraiser for her tomorrow in Florida. And, you know, I don't know what it'll be interesting to see what what that brings in. But right now, his. His tie to her is not helping that much in terms of fundraising anyway. Hmm. But he's getting his money, as he always has, from PACs. He's, you know, two-thirds of his campaign contributions in the last quarter came from political action committees versus individuals. So um, he's doing very well, you know, and I don't know if that's a measure of how the, the vote's going to be, but... He's going to have the resources to put on a campaign that she will not have. Yeah, it, it is, seems to me in the, in the political world, at some point, money takes over because you can imprint your name right. so much. Yep. You just throw out your own, your own message and the, the, the uh, opponent doesn't get, a resp- get to respond in like measure. So he's, he's going to have a real advantage. At, at least that's what it appears right now. Two one seven three five six nine three nine seven to join the program, and on the line this is Lawrence. Good morning, Lawrence. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, this is not just to uh, highlight something about you folks. It's been apparent to me for over a week at least uh, that no one on television or radio and I've not heard any comments being uh, disseminated coming from people in Congress or the administration but when I was I am now an old man when I was a very young man there was something going on governmentally between the United States and the Soviet Union, and it was abbreviated MAD. 
M-A-D. Have you heard of that? Do you know what I'm going to talk about? Mutual Uh, arm destruction? Your memories? Yeah, mutual arm destruction. Mutual assured destruction. Okay. So that is what over several years led to what became a form of detente between Gorbachev and Reagan, and uh, Bush one continued it, and eventually it evolved into what we've been thinking about, uh, even in the beginning of Putin's time. But obviously, he has now put himself in the same mental range as Mr. Hitler and Mr. Stalin. And if anybody in Congress has any sense, every time they want to talk about Putin, they will put in all three names to keep people reminded. So no one has brought that. Now, what has motivated me to call today is you are new compared to what's usually going on. And recently, some Russian, I think he's officially a general on active duty, has made a comment to kind of get everybody nervous about nuclear uh, warfare. Well, what was behind MAD was nuclear warfare. So that language, those concepts, the Ruskies understood and were not going to be able to I'll back away and say we're going to really be lucky if we don't have to renew the concepts of mutually assured destruction. Mm-hmm. Because I think they did understand that. Yep. Thank you, Lawrence. Do you have any questions you want to ask me, or did I make everything clear? I think so. I think we're clear. Thank you, Lawrence. Okay, bye. Two one seven three five six nine three nine seven. I think it kind of worked both ways. You could uh, you could be nervous that the two sides could destroy each other, but you also had the <laughs> like neither one wanted that. Right. So, right. Yeah. I mean, that was ultimately what kept the Cuban Missile Crisis from becoming more than it was. Which neither side wanted to see somebody push the button yeah you, you but, know, yeah you, <laughs> you still had loaded missiles pointed you, at Florida. you always worry about the mental stability of these leaders and you you know you can say that somebody's nuts but uh at least nobody's gone to that ultimate um piece of war well since 1945 yeah and, and, and yes thankfully and i guess the only th- i don't love that Anybody has nuclear weapons, but I guess the fact that Russia has them, but they have to know that if they press a button, somebody else is going to press a button back. Right. <laughs> well, and you've, then you've got Korea and you've got other other nations with, with the same weapon. Uh, it's... I mean, it, 
it's entirely possible for the human race to destroy itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> here on a on a Tuesday yeah. morning. Yeah, <laughs> yep. uh, But at, at the same time, you just you you hope and pray that uh, better heads prevail. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how else to. I mean, God bless the the diplomats and the peacemakers. And yeah, good point. Yeah. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll come back. We've got plenty more to get into. We were talking a little bit about the primary race between Rodney Davis and Barry Miller. Other uh, topics on your mind? They're always welcome here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. After this. Penny for Your Thoughts. It's an hour program today. We're going up to 10 o'clock. Then Paul Rudy's on the money. So if you have thoughts on the phone line or the text or the email, get them in here for myself and Tom Kasich. Time now for news here on News Talk 1400 93.9 FM. Well, 38 degrees here, but it is sunny on this Tuesday. Eventually, you know, spring will stick around. We... We can only hope as we continue our program. It's a penny for your thoughts. Brian, back tomorrow. I'm Scott Beatty. Good morning. Tom Kasich from the News Gazette is here as well. And we're having an open line discussion. Email came in, Tom. Question for you. Hmm. This is asked. They, they want uh, this is Phil who asks this. Wouldn't it be better if an FCC broadcasting license required radio and television stations to treat political ads as political service announcements and could charge no money for the political ads to be aired, and likewise, in exchange for newspapers' tax exemptions, shouldn't newspapers run political ads for no money charges? Wouldn't that finally take money out of politics and politicians if media could charge for political advertising? Let me just say, as you know, revenue-generating business, I don't like that idea, but as... But as a fairness, (laughs) uh, and and maybe to not just so that the richest candidate wins, yeah, that sounds like a good idea to me. (laughs) Well, you sort of have that now. And I wrote wrote a column about this a couple weeks ago, about the incumbents can now use their franking privilege to put radio ads on. But it can't, they're not supposed to be political ads, but if they're running, you know, four months before the primary and they're talking about what a great person they are it's just like the gas stickers at the pump those aren't political ads right it's just (laughs) this statement they are statements of fact you know right you can say i voted for this that's a statement of fact right what you know what the the biggest problem with that is what what if they're lying in their ads and their political ad and then it's up to the newspaper or the radio station to police that i i just don't see that that working at all because most of these ads you see on TV or here on the radio, a lot of them anyway, uh, stretch the truth, if not outright lie or don't tell you the whole story. So it's I don't I just don't see that as something that's doable. Well, the one that sticks out to me, we're talking about in the break in the Republican re- primary race for governor is the attack ad on Richard Irvin. And I'm not here to support or denounce richard Irvin. i'm just saying he's being attacked as well you support criminals you're soft on crime because he once was a public defender right right well come on now everybody gets a public everybody gets a defense everybody's entitled to a defense it's a basic right in our country that just because you are a public defender doesn't mean you want 
wanton lawlessness and right cr- crime to run all over the place. Or they, they. Uh, I think Irvin's running ads that say that uh, somebody, Darren Bailey, uh, voted for Obama or voted for Pritzker or something, and. You know, uh, <laughs> the Irvin people aren't also mentioning that Richard Irvin voted in Democratic primaries in the past. So it, it's just it's, you can't win uh, if you're running these ads and you're you're also committed to the truth or as much of the truth as possible. You, I don't think it would work for newspapers or radio stations. Yeah, uh, it would be nice, though, if it wasn't just money wins at the end of the day. Uh, right. I mean, essentially, you can buy yourself. I mean, look at what, I mean, Donald Trump had a lot of money, and that yeah. helped him. Or Jay, Pritzker. Pritzker's very rich. Yeah. You know, that helped it. So yeah, was Rauner. Rauner. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, go figure. All right, 217-356-9397. And this is Eric with us. Eric, you have a question for Tom. I do. Uh, Tom, uh, I'm a little confused on, you know, with the new redrawing of all the maps and everything. So we're just hearing all these ads right now. If you listen to the radio, it's just for either Miller or, or Davis. Um, but they don't even represent, neither of them represent Champaign-Urbana's area, at the, as far as I can tell, for the fall. So who's running for this area? And we never heard one ad from any of those people. So you're right. Uh, but But on the other hand, Miller... Mary Miller and Rodney Davis are running in Champaign County and in almost all of the surrounding counties. But the Champaign-Urbana district is the thirteenth is is also is still the thirteenth. But uh, it runs essentially from Champaign-Urbana and now down to past East St. Louis. So it's more democratic than the current thirteenth district. And in that race, there are, I believe, three Republicans and two Democrats, maybe a third Democrat, too. So the far and away, the best known and best funded so far is is uh, Nikki Bozinski, a Democrat who now lives in Springfield and is tied to um, Pritzker and Durbin. I mean, she's she's. Uh, very well tied in the Democratic Party and the unions. And the last I saw, she had more than a million dollars, whereas nobody else had more than uh, like 260000 So she's she's far and away the favorite in that race. But again, that's a, it's a new, it's a relatively new district, somewhat like the existing one, but f- even more Democratic than the current 13th. Okay, and um, assuming Davis uh, defeats Miller in the primary, is there a Democrat running? That right anyone, right that now, right now there is no Democrat. Those those are the only two candidates in that district. It is a Uh-oh. it is a very very tough district. It's very big and very Republican. It's like a, it's like V shaped. It's it goes. Uh, it, it touches, I think, the Mississippi River in two different places, one to the north and one to the south, and then comes all the way over to Vermilion, or almost to Vermilion County. It's it's a monster and very, very difficult for a Democrat. I'll have to look at that map again. So basically, essentially, then, the primary is the, is the, is the winner of the November election. That's basically. correct. And I'd say there's a 99.9% chance that, that person, whoever wins the Republican primary, will win the Democrat. Will win the general too. 
Oh, great. They won't have to hear any more ads uh, about how great uh, Rodney Davis is. <laughs> Primer, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you're probably All right. right. right? <laughs> All right, Tom. Thanks so much. Sure. Thanks a lot for calling 217-356-9397. It's an open line. We will take a time out, get our breaks in here, as we will finish out at 10 o'clock here on this edition of Penny. Sure, we've been... News Talk 1400, 93.9 FM. You're listening to a Petty for Your Thoughts. Scott Beatty filling in for host Brian Barnhart. Taking a few days off. He returns tomorrow. And we're visiting with Tom Kasich as well. And we've got uh, just a little bit more here for you to weigh in on any of your thoughts today. 38 degrees, Tom. Is that uh, warm enough to get out on the course? It depends on the wind. Is it... If it's, if it's like... 10 miles an hour, that's okay. But I would prefer something more than 38 degrees. No, we we had Saturday, we had the warmest day of the yeah. year, but 40 mile an hour gusts. Yeah, yeah. Did you go out then? Uh, no. We <laughs> worked in the yard and went to the baseball game. Yeah. That's a good idea. I can, I can, I can attest that. All right, 217 Texter says, Scott and Tom, what if all political ads on TV and radio were fact checked in quotes like social media posts have been in order to quote protect potential voters so i'm not sure if that's an attack out of the criticism of social media posts or or what we hear on the air you know ideally that would be great but who's gonna fact check and are we gonna trust that person too i mean i think i could do that but would the rest of the people uh defer to me well and also sometimes Facts without context can be right. spun. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. The, the the Richard Irvin thing where he's accusing Republicans of not being Republican enough when he's voted in Democratic primaries in the past. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, or, or when people tout a bi- certain bipartisan records or, or what, what you can just or this, you know, I mean, Jim Dye pointed out today, you know, Illinois, the, the, the governor is touting Illinois improved financial picture. Um, and look at the percentage this has gone up. Well, okay, but well, you're coming from the basement. <laughs> you're yeah. coming from last yeah. place, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it is. It is a. It, it was a great year for the state of Illinois. Yeah. This current fiscal year, up five billion dollars. Uh, but then, you know it's, that's going on all over the country. So. Some of it's federal money, right? It's almost all federal money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know we we got we as individuals got money and we spent it. So, uh, you know, that means the sales tax and the income tax rose significantly. And and the point he was making, I think, but wasn't clear, was that next year really is going to be a tough year for Illinois. I mean, it's already the the state already projects that revenue will be down next year by a billion and a half dollars. So this has been a great year, but it's. Next year will not be nearly as great. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to make some cuts next year or get rid of some of these uh, tax breaks. <laughs> um, I had something to ask you about, and I want to get this in just before. Um, to pivot subjects, not that we can't continue That's talking fine. about this. Um, history, local history. Uh, two Two places of note. One is the... Champaign County Historical Museum recently got an award. I don't know if you saw that yes. for being one of the best yeah. small museums. And I, because I know you're, um, 
I don't know if you would label yourself a historian, but you track the history of our area. Right, yes. And the other that I have not seen but I've heard uh, come about is the Urbana Museum of Photography. Have you heard of this over in downtown Urbana? Is that uh, upstairs of the Courier? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty... I've seen stuff on, uh, I don't know, Facebook or Twitter about that, but uh, I'm not really very familiar with it. Yeah, I think it's... Um, that, well, that's where the... Now you have to remind me. That's where one of the old papers were, right? Yeah, the Courier. Courier. and Which went out of business right around this time in 1979. Uh Thanks to the News Gazette, or <laughs> well, uh, thanks to a lawsuit, thanks to the News Gazette, thanks to uh, estate planning by the owners of the paper. The, the Courier was a part of a chain, and four or five papers closed at the same time. I see. So, yeah. I see. Um, how was it, what kind of circulation did it have compared to the News Gazette? Most of the time, it was less, but there was a period in the 60s where it surged ahead, and, um, um, you know, it, it, was, it was the liberal paper in town. It was the Democratic paper, and the News Gazette was the conservative, and they were both afternoon papers, and it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, that's, that's when I started my career here in 75, so for four years, we competed, and it was great. It was great to compete. It was it was wonderful, and there were tons of reporters in town. We covered everything that was breathing. Anyway, I'm getting way off the no, track no, no, here. No, no, no. This is it, it was a different time. You're trying to outscoop each other. I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, having de- you know, you'd, you'd write the same meeting story, but you had you had a detail that your competitor didn't have, or you'd had a quote. You know, that's how we measured our success. Wow, what a time! Yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's not the same. It's not a two-horse town anymore, no, I guess, in and, terms of newspapers. Really, nobody is. Right. Chicago is sort of, but even the, they, you know, the Sun-Times and Tribune don't compete like they used to. No, they don't. They don't. Okay, we'll do our final segment in a moment. It's Penny for Your Thoughts. All right, so our final couple of minutes here on a Penny for Your Thoughts. we got time for at least one more call. Scott Beatty and Tom Kasich with you. Paul's on the line. Hi, Paul. Hello. Uh, going back, uh, you, some old memories there, but uh, News Gazette and Courier. Uh, back in the early 50s, mid-50s, uh, I was the only boy out in the North Market Street area. And it had a little trader court. Uh and I delivered both the News Gazette and the Courier. And I used to go into town to pay my bill, and uh, <laughs> the News Gazette would always cater me, trying to find out what the Courier was doing, <laughs> what kind of programs they were going got going on. And I remember we used to have contests, go out knocking on doors, try to get subscriptions. And Used to win trips up to go up to ball games yes. in Chicago. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of fun back then. I remember seeing uh, pictures. They'd run pictures every summer of a group of boys, maybe some girls too, going up to a ball game. Yeah. So you were a double right. agent, yeah. Paul, working both sides? Yes, I, yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun back then. It, uh, 
kind of interesting I agree. coming up in that era. But uh, but uh, I say another thing about uh, comment on uh, uh, funding. Citizens United. They keep talking about doing away with it, and nobody seems to want to touch it. No. But that has to be gotten away from to get money out of politics. Paul, you get the last word here because we're up on the clock. Appreciate the call. Tom, thanks for spending time sure. with us. Been fun. Let's do it again. Okay. News Talk 1400, 93.9 FM, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. Brian's back tomorrow. Paul Rudy's On the Money is next.